Good evening and welcome back to the club that is the bastion of mansplaining. It's for three wise men. I'm Peter Gaskell, armed as usual with an array of questions to fire at our trusty triptych of gentlemen, starting as always with Dave Bond. Good evening, folks. Evening, Dave. Have you moved right, from last time? No, 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 I'm starting to get sort of bed sores actually, but yeah. no, still here. Good, good. It this, chair, not this, chair, this chair must stink by now. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was you, to be honest, Dave, I'm on the chair, but... No, no, it's the chair. I'm clean. So I, I have moved. I've moved for personal hygiene reasons. <laughs> you're not, you're not quite bedded in yet, then. That'll happen in later shows. Um, joining us for the second time, uh, we have a non-doctor now, Andrew Corver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Evening, everyone. You've been stripped of your license, sir. I'm no longer the doctor, I'm just Andrew. Yeah, but it may have something to do with, with your um, your. He's gone rogue. Technique. He has, he has. He's now operating from a back alley somewhere. Um, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> There's a small limit, though, operating the back alley, I think. Hmm, <laughs> um... Okay, so we have many questions about that, which we'll just we'll talk about <laughs> later on. <laughs> and making his, well, rather concerned debut now, we have Robert Haas. Hi there. Hello, Robert. I, you, you can leave right now if you wish. It's, it's very easy with the door there. Just, 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 just run. Oh, yeah, I see it. Or Thanks. you can like... perform well all year and be promoted to Robert Ferrari next year. Ooh. <laughs> if it goes badly, you'll be Robert Sauber. <laughs> I like you, Dave. Yes. <laughs> so, I want to wave a safety flag right now. Um, <laughs> that, that happens way too long. Um, as usual, to get an entrance to the club, you need to display your manual credentials, except for Dave, who's never left. <laughs> yeah. I displayed my credentials once and they never wanted to see them again. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So, surprisingly, that gives you we, we VIP access. <laughs> Trust you. Well, at least someone does. Those are some impressive credentials you got. Yeah. I know you'll, you'll be amazed at the entrances I can get through. <laughs> you'll have no need of Andrew's back alley services, do you? Um, <laughs> Andrew, your credentials this week, sir. Well, I think that building a um, building, you know, furniture is quite manly. So I built a, I built a bed, which is furniture. So I think that counts. Depends on the bed. Depends on the bed. Mm. Uh, if we're talking a dog bed, then that is, that is very wet. No, very no, much no, destruction no. There. <laughs> no, 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 no. An actual bed for actual people, you know. Yeah, okay, sort of a king size. Did you kind Ooh, of count? Did you look at the flat pack and think it'll take about that long to build and then just work backwards, for, backwards from bedtime? Because <laughs> that's what I would have done. Because the moment I finish a bed and get it like made up, I'd want to sleep in it. Do so you want to just leave it? Just so I, I wouldn't want to finish it. building a bed at ten a.m. and just went. Well, maybe later, I guess. <laughs> in that instance, so if you did make it, if you did build it, so to speak, would you then make it, or would you just get under the covers and say, "Yeah, you know what, me"? 
Because about, well, it depends, if you're going straight to sleep, it's a bit pointless making it completely, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So was it a flat pack then, Andrew? Was it an IKEA or, or other flat pack furniture companies are available? Though Did I can't you think just of take the delivery of a bed and go, girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get like eight planks of wood and just build it. Was it from a tree you cut down a few weeks ago? <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you remember. Just recycled it. Continuity. Continuity in there the show. Go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, well Oh, done. yeah, he cut down a bonsai tree, didn't he? Yeah, so it's a very small bed, admittedly, but it's, it's still there. <laughs> yeah, it was from Ikea, but... It's the one that sort of to- uh, Jerry would sleep in in the Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> I always really wonder how you can have such a mini pillow for that as well. Because it's, it's like, to cut that out of a regular sized pillow would be weird to have a, a sort of a, a puffiness. If you get my drift. You've ruined Tom and Jerry now. <laughs> I'm going to watch you it, think of that, and just think, think of well, a tiny pillow, pretty, yeah. This is not realistic. I'm going to, I'm just looking on YouTube because I might have to watch some Tom and Jerry before bed now just to, like. <laughs> not for the first time. Actually, no, I'm more of a roadrunner man. Oh, has to be yeah. wacky races for me every time. A bit of dastardly and motley action before we finish. Um, that sounds dirty. Everything does. <laughs> but, <laughs> speaking of sounding dirty, how are your credentials, sir? Um, well, I um, hired a skirt this week. Right. So, do you mean like a skirting the... board, or do you just mean like a skirt? Well, I mean, I'm Scottish, so a manly skirt. A manly so a skirt? Yeah, but wouldn't you normally <laughs> refer to it as a kilt? Yeah, but I thought it would be funnier just to call it a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it actually a skirt, but it just happens to be in a tartan pattern? Well, I wondered this, because it's actually really heavy, but I wonder if that's because of all the belts and buckles, which I think are just indications that this is definitely a man's skirt. <laughs> That's a very weird sentence, but I assure you, it's a legit man skirt. <laughs> so, so your justification for it being manly is that the amount of manly belts on it, the belt buckles, are huge. Yeah, definitely. They just ooze testosterone. <laughs> your belt buckle does. Yeah, that would that would be confusing because, like, a woman would go into Moss Bros with her husband and find her strangely drawn to the belts. <laughs> Well, well, you know, many are. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <coughs> so, I'm guessing, is this through a reason, Robert? Or did you just, like, I'm going to tap into my heritage right here, right now. Well, ironically, I'm not actually Scottish. My family's from Finland, Germany, fin- Finland, Germany, France, and England originally. Um, but I grew up in Scotland, and it's my graduation this week, so I decided, you know what, I've lived here long enough, I'm practically Scottish, I'm just going to go get myself a wee kilt. Well, you sound Scottish, where are you actually from? Uh, originally, I'm from South Africa. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, my dad was born and raised there, but his parents were French and German. Um and my mum I imagine that's one of each, not they couldn't make their minds up. <laughs> or yes, the, exactly. the obvious border, because that's transferred hands several times over the past century. So maybe... What, you're you know, saying they, they lived in, like, Alsace-Lorraine or something? Yeah, exactly. So they were French for a certain amount of time, and after World War II they became German, 
Oh, during World War Two, Kim Jong Un. Or did they have a house that sort of? Or did they have a house that sort of skirted the border and they just kind of independent which bedroom they were sleeping in? Exactly. Exactly. These are all very valid points. They live in Spain now, so. <laughs> so are they, are um, they in sort of like the Pyrenees area now, just to be on the France-Spain border to remember about the France-Germany border? The they have to be border uh, with us. Unfortunately, not. But oh, they do travel to South Africa six months of the year because they don't like the winter months. So I mean, I'm yeah, all over the shop. Basically, like a United Nations in in Scottish man form. Essentially, I can't be racist. I mean, if my parents didn't like the cold, and I didn't like them, I'd go to university in Scotland. <laughs> That's a good idea, to be fair. Franco-German bastards. <laughs> I don't know who to support, so I'm going Scottish. Um... He probably supports fair, Andorra at the World Cup or something. Just why not? He's named every other country so far. Yeah. They're in his skirt and his voo-voo sailor. <laughs> to be fair, he could, probably, he could probably fit the nation of Andorra inside a decently sized belt. So... There you go. Those testosterone man belts. A testosterone Andorran man belt. Coming right so up. let's get this straight. Is it, Andrew's credentials were a bit of building, albeit like a little bed for like Jerry from the cartoons. <laughs> um, and your credentials are I wore a skirt and my parents don't know where they're from. Essentially, yes. Mm. We, can, we can tell Andrew's new to this. <laughs> Robert's new to this, sorry. I mean, what do we do in this scenario, Pete? Does it become two wise men? And we, ju- we just well. thank him and give him some cab fare or what? <laughs> but where to? I don't know anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Split the we could be anywhere. Split the difference. Send him to Norwich. Oh, we can't. <laughs> that's got to be that much. That, that's got to be close to equidistant between all of those places, hasn't it? Well, my mum's from Colchester. Does that count? An Essex girl. Yeah. It gets yeah. better. <laughs> well, to answer your question, Dave, I actually got stopped at the door this week because I had to come up with a manly credential. Because, and luckily, I did have one. Which is, yesterday I ripped a shelf off a wall with my bare hands. Which right, I think were you just in a temper? Uh, actually, I'm a person of moving house, and what I was supposed what, to do... What, and you thought, that shelf's coming with me? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was supposed... So, well, were I was... you like, I like that window too? Well, yeah. Yeah, and then I ended up in A&E. Uh, <laughs> no, what I was supposed yeah, I, to do... I went to A&E for blinking a lot, so, you know. Oh dear. What I was supposed to do was remove some books off a shelf. What I ended up doing is remove some sh- a shelf from some books. Um, I have no idea how it happened, but I felt somewhat proud and horrified when it fell into a massive right, array of tea set that my girlfriend prizes quite highly. And yeah. <clears throat> I think you win just on the basis that you crammed in the word girlfriend. Why, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> A woman sleeps with me sometimes. Yes, although not although not after the shelf ripping incident. I rip her away from the bed with my bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Snow. I managed to rip it clean off uh, the shelf, uh, so I can actually reuse it. It's not. I'd... It's not like one of those instances where it starts to splinter. It came off just clean away. I mean, admittedly, it came off and then just went. But yeah. What. It poured hot water. 
Yes. Yes, it did. I made grass in a very slow process. So we got a bloke why in we're moving, and a bloke that vandalizes houses. Cool, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So and we... doctor bedmaker. Indeed. But he let me into the club under a certain proviso about how to stay in the centre of the club, which is why I'm with you guys tonight. Um Well it'd be a rubbish show if you weren't. Well, exactly. Exactly. Well, some people would think it'd be a better one, but you know, what do they know? Yeah. <laughs> well, as usual, I've got an array of questions and we'll start with one. But it's just a nice gentle one, really, which is, what's the shittiest superpower you can think of? Literally or figuratively? <laughs> Whichever springs to mind. <laughs> I think X-ray vision, because you'd either... You, you, you basically... Have a permanent erection and give everyone cancer. <laughs> and basically, I don't want to watch nude cancer victims. Unless they're like in an early stage, you know, stage yeah. one or two. Yeah, it, it would also mean that your your employment capabilities are severely limited because you cannot You're work with children with or old people. Boys. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll have a little look. Hmm. I mean, if you had exhibition, you couldn't work with children for a start, presumably. Well, no. No, or indeed old people, for your own sake. And you couldn't really work with anyone, because, I mean, even yeah. fairly attractive people, I mean, if you think about what your body must look like with a belt fucking, like, heaving through your gut <laughs> and, and all your clothes pressed up against you and all that kind of shit, mm. it's not like you're posing for photos, is it? No. I mean, X-ray vision implies that everyone would just be a skeleton anyway, wouldn't they? Which is not really that sexy, is it? No. 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 They didn't play on that in that Bond film, did they, where he put those specs on? He didn't walk well, through going, you know, no, he sort, he sort that tumour's metastasized. He sort of, like, they sort of like had skeletons, but they were skeletons wearing bras, weren't they? Which is which is strange, well, in a no, way. Yeah, he could see, see through their top layer of clothing only. Yeah. It was, it was a very PG thirteen X-ray exactly. vision. Exactly, it, it was a it was a very mild titillation, wasn't it, at that point? <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't want that. No, and I'm not sure I'd want heat vision either because I'm not sure how controllable that is. I don't want to yeah. melt my fucking kettle because I'm getting frustrated waiting for waiting for it. <laughs> it never my subconscious, my subconscious tries to help it along. <laughs> It's it, I will teach that motto of um, <laughs> if a watch pot never boils something, won't I? I mean, it's what amazing. Whenever yes. whenever on the big screen we, we, we check in on Superman, he's always fighting some supervillain. He's never, like, just going through this domestic drudgery. It's like he would make toast. He'd be awesome at making toast, right? He'd just walk at bed. I mean, I'd tell you, Wolf would become toast. Yeah, I'd just be going around supermarkets toasting entire aisles for a giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just do it in very specific areas, like in the freezer section, just because you can. Well, it save you time warming up that pizza, wouldn't it? It would. Can you imagine like pulling a pizza out of the freezer and it's like steaming hot, and just the look on the faces of staff? <laughs> a scandal. It would, but oh, it'd be worth it. So that's my answer anyway. Yes. I don't want X-ray vision or heat vision. So nothing really vision related. No. No, I mean, in fact, if I become a superhero, I'm flying around with my eyes closed. 
find in a very short <laughs> space of time. And, po- and possibly a guide dog. Flies <laughs> with you. I'd have to. Wouldn't a guide carry bird it. be much I'd better? I'd have to. I'd, I'd have to fly it with it under my arm. Mm. Or a guide, or a guide <laughs> insect, like a guide wasp. Because they sort well, of like it... dive bomb, don't they? Um, well, you you've made a quite sensible idea. Stupid, now, Pete. Have I now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fire over my eye closed with a guide dog under me arm. Robert, Andrew, have you got have you got anything else that you think is a, is a ridiculous idea? Well, I I remember that there was and there is a very very minor Marvel character who is called Color Kid, and his superpower. Yeah, color kid, and his superpower is changing the color, changing colors of things. Basically, pointing at a green apple and turning it red. That's the superpower. Is, is, is his superpower just to fuck over colorblind people? Because that's what he sounds like. It's like, is it red or is it green? Wrong, wrong, wrong. You'd be great. Wrong. You'd be great at snooker, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. Because you think that that's a really long brown there, so I'll make this one brown right here. <laughs> Which, uh, it, it, you know, could be a shitty superpower too. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why have I suddenly 15 black balls when I need one? <laughs> Which, admittedly, is a phrase I've not said before. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone has, has ever said a phrase before. So you you think it's a rubbish superpower to change cut the colour of things? Well, what's a good what's a good thing you can do with changing colours of things? I suppose you yeah, could confuse the shit superpower. out of Thanos. He looks down at his Infinity Gauntlet and he's got four fucking purple ones. He'd be hang, hang on a minute. I'm not sure about this. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's, that's a creative use of that, the power. That, right? that would have sorted. Honestly, if they, if they, that, if that superhero had turned up near the end of Infinity War, you'd have just had Thanos strolling off, scratching his head, looking a bit confused. Shh. That's the secret re- return of Power Man for um, for Infinity War Part Two, whatever it's called. I haven't said what happened. Only Thanos had some stones. No. At- but you may you may be spoiling what happens in the next Avengers film. If Core Man does turn up now and do that, then yeah. And you know, Doctor Strange gets what he thinks is the time stone and starts trying to piss with time, and it done that because they, you know, they've handed him an M and M or something and changed its color. Randomly, do you know why M and Ms were invented? First of American GIs. Why they what? M and Ms were invented. They were invented so that American GIs could eat chocolate without getting their hands sticky. Just a random fact I went today. Could, couldn't they have, like, got prisoners of war to feed it to them? <laughs> water, water In a battlefield situation. Waterboard them a bit and then said, feed some M&M's. Feed me M&M's. <laughs> you, you can't. Dear me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've got a great idea for a reboot of 24. <laughs> I have to admit, Poor Man would have been awesome in the days of black and white, though. Just going back to that. It'd been awesome yeah. in the days of black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember, I, I'm just about old enough to remember the Lou Ferrino uh, Incredible Hulk show in black and white. And it just looks like when he gets angry, he just becomes a bit ungainly. <laughs> <laughs> a bit awkward. As do we all. Yeah. And his hair just grows inexplicably into a mullet. But. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be cool, actually. Still. Uh, so what, what does what does Skirt Man think? 
Robert, I believe that's your cue. Um, Skirtman, what a yeah, title. <coughs> um, no idea. I'll tell you what, if you flew overhead, I would look up, though. Thanks, babes, appreciate it. <laughs> Wearing a skirt, I, I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to know. Um, if it's a kill, that would answer that question. Indeed. <laughs> you never know, you might get lucky if I get flight powers. That's um, not a shit superpower, though. that's an awesome one. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, until you realise that basically it means that you're just going to be a nuisance to everyone, you have to stay away from. Any, I don't think your superpower is for... wearing a skirt. I was just queuing him in. <laughs> <laughs> Make it I mean, fly, let, 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 let the man answer. Sorry. Um, no, it's fine. Um, I suppose in some ways metamorphosis might not be so great um, because do you keep your human mind at the same time or does it change into a dog's, for example, if you change into a dog and all you want to do is lick your balls? Well, can I refer you to the 1980s TV show Manimal? Mm. Treat yourself, tell me. That will answer all your questions. Indeed, I was thinking animorphs because after Ooh. a certain period of time you sort of got taken over slightly by the, um, the animal you'd morphed into. I think it was, it was yeah, you had to spend certain out so many amount of hours before you had to morph back to human, otherwise you'd lose the ability to A morph back and B have complete control of your faculties. Yeah, it was two hours, I think. Yeah. Two hours hours yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that actually. Yeah, but on the plus side you can morph into some badass things inside that period. So I don't know. I don't know. So I know mine is always invisibility, because you can never cross the road. Well, I think not only that, what I wouldn't want to do is... Um, the thing is, you'd still have to be near a mirror at all times. Because what I wouldn't want to do is sneak into, like, a lady's locker room or something, be standing there masturbating, <laughs> and then I realise there's a perfect outline of me covered with steam. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that, a direct that... from a Stevenson novel, isn't it? <laughs> I just think, like, you're assuming you are perfectly... You know, and you probably still cast a shadow and things like that. <laughs> and again, I don't want to be somewhere with, like, a, a shadow of me masturbating. Now, <laughs> I think I that's a general I've, rule, Dave, though, really. I, I, I realise I've given the impression that if I get this superpower, I'll only masturbate with it. But <laughs> to be the fair, that's um, totally the true. Your <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm doing with you. So, no, I, I think invisibility is a really, really bad idea mm. because I pr don't think you're that invisible. There's only got to be a bit of the dust in the air. You go anywhere near a building site or something. <laughs> and you sort of quings and like you're Sandman. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, also if, if your eyes are invisible, you can't see. That's the thing. If, if, you, if, you, if, if, the, if your eyes aren't visible, you, you cannot see. Oh, you must be an asshole to watch like Ant Man with, because I bet you, I bet you pick all sorts of fucking holes in that. Sorry, <laughs> you have got a point though, because it's obviously based on the reflection of the lenses, isn't it? So if there's no lenses yeah, exactly. to reflect off, yes. Yeah, I would, and, and not only, that, and it would be a really rubbish superpower to be a floating pair of eyes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you, you could scare, you could scare people. I could see, you know. If you want to be some kind of hero that puts the fears in the hearts of 
or criminals like Batman. I mean, it's, you 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 could, you could join a celebrity looky likey agency as and go to parties as Minority Report. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one coming. Um, moving on, this is a question that for a very disgruntled person who requires the assistance of matinry men indeed. This is a person, or a man, presumably, who unfortunately cannot grow a beard. He's asking for advice. How is it possible to still be macho without having a beard? Well, we can present ourselves as exhibit at least A and B. I don't know about two of you. Well, Andrew has a luxuriant beard. Yeah, but he, he still he still has to call himself doctor everywhere he goes, which implies that there's a bit of insecurity there. <laughs> the doctorate is a, has been awarded to the beard now. So to the beard. No longer the doctor, it's Doctor Beard. Yeah, beard. So what he's but what he's basically saying is, how do I, how do how I do get sub- by in life without looking like a geography teacher? Exactly, exactly. How can you be manly whilst not having a beard? Um, well, you could draw one on. <laughs> I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Or, if it rains, any time a member of the public catches you, just make sure you're going down on a woman. <laughs> at, at that point, because you go, no, no, that's not a fanny, yeah, that's my beard. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it all short and curly? Well, you know, it's just neatly trimmed. Um, I have to admit, my own point of view is that might have to claim you work as a fisherman. I get I get annoyed with the secondary blade on my razor because it's classed as a beard trimmer, and I don't use it to trim a beard. I just use it to get my stubborn hairs. You know what I mean? The ones that grow like hairs like fuck off. Yeah, yeah, basically. They're always twist inside out, so there's no angle that you can bend your, your arm up into that would allow them to be shaven. So I have to use a beard trimmer, and it makes me sad because it's not actually trimming a beard, it's just trimming like two hairs. They're stubborn. So yeah. Robert? Dave? As uh, presumably non beard wearers. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a non-beard wearer. I refer yourself to the. I refer you to the answer I gave some moments ago. Yes. Either permanently be going down on a woman, or draw one on. Draw <laughs> a woman on. Yeah. Or or draw women's female genital hair on your. Face. Or or go around claiming you're a retired geography teacher, and the shave was what you gave yourself as a retirement present. Not a gold watch, just a shave. Yeah. Because then it implies it, it implies you rock that beard for a certain number of years, and people will respect you. <laughs> I think a grey beard looks better than a dark beard. I think a grey beard depends. Depends who you are, really, because it can look really odd on people who've got like dark hair and a white beard. <laughs> that implies just for men is being employed. <laughs> yes, or you just had a fright in the chin area. Um... But... So Kenny Rogers, yes, I agree. Yes, <laughs> I agree with Kenny Rogers generally. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone who can still gig at the age of seven hundred and six earns my respect. <laughs> Robert, how do you get get by in life without a beard? Um, give up. <laughs> <laughs> 
go no. Just go no. To be honest, if if you're rocking a skirt, you don't I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't need to worry. Listen, I studied ballet, jazz, tap, all of that kind of stuff. I, I gave say, up on manly a long time ago. I was going to say, your manly credentials are intact, because you can just do whatever you want, and it don't matter. <laughs> Tell me about yeah. it. They're basically fortified. Exactly. Exactly. You don't You don't need a beard to claim your manhood. No, a leg in the air will do it for me. There you go. <laughs> I I am in a weird position in terms of beers where I can get the Abraham Lincoln lot going on. You know, the mutton chops. I'm not connected. Yeah, we did mean, yeah. thought you meant like shot yeah. at the theatre. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't go to a theatre for exactly the same reason. There you go. Weird one though, and this is about um, you know because the rest are otherwise normal. Um, this is about urinal etiquette, which obviously is something that we bring up quite often. Um, is it a sort of a rule violation, so to speak, to fart at your urinal whilst midstream? Is that is that is that breaking a code of politeness? Would you say? I, also I don't, don't think people possible. go into toilets to like hold their pinkies up. To be fair. <laughs> Is it is it possible to fart and pee at the same time? Yeah, I mean, I always make sure I like hold my dick with the right cutlery. Um, <laughs> do you stop it me is outside? It, it is possible. Well, it's possible to fart and pee at the same time, but you do get a sort of break in flow. Yeah, or if you're not careful, you you can just it, it's like spray, when you're spray spray in the garden and someone it. behind you stands on the on the like hose, but only for a moment. Mm. That, that's what it's like. <laughs> so the release of pressure from one end build, you know, builds up on one end and releases yeah. in the other. Yeah. I've, do, I've done it, but it, it was during that story I've told you before, and it was only because I was giggling. <laughs> I, I farted because I, I, I was giggling, and I was giggling because I couldn't piss. And the bloke next to me had a massive penis and couldn't piss either. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Although I did think, I did think, I did think, with the size of that thing, just wait a minute. Yeah, it'd be like you need to build. It's on, up it, to it's it, on, it, it? it's on yeah. its way. It's got to travel quite a length to be able yeah. to get anywhere. Yeah, so <laughs> water pressure and all that. It's, it's, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> um, is it a is it a is it a problematic etiquette? No, because I think urinals are frankly overly somber places mm. because. Fuck me, do we look serious when we're having a piss? You have to. It's a we do. We moment. go in, we stare straight ahead. We're not interested in anything other than emptying our bladders, and anyone else who thinks any different is wrong. Mm. So we look super serious, and a fart just breaks the tension. It, so it, I think it, it I think it's quite a humanitarian digging. thing to do. <laughs> hmm, Robert. <laughs> Yeah, I get on board with that. I don't really go in the toilet to watch my manners. I don't um, really go in the toilet. I just what go do in you go in the toilet to watch? <laughs> eh? What do you go in the toilet to watch? Well, you know, just whatever's on the TV. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's it's weird for me because it is very much a case of it being quite a somber situation. Like you say, you go in and you have a serious face. You go in, do your business, get out with any work, don't you? And there's no sort of wiggle room in between. But it was... No wiggle but room I mean, at all. No. Would it not be more awkward if you sat there smiling at somebody randomly while you're having a pee at your no? The funny thing is, right, when I go and have a piss, if I need to fart, I let it out with complete confidence. But when, when I'm actually in having a shit, 
I don't want anyone to hear me. So when I'm in the toilet with my pants down, ready for things to be coming out of my ass, um, I am absolutely trying to ease and squeeze. Actually, Dave, that's a point, you know. Because I am the same. If I go into the toilet, it's an empty bathroom, just go straight into the um, cubicle just to, you know, just to drop the... Until you hear someone else in my cubicle next to you. It's good doing exactly the same thing you are. Is it breaking up again? You are, yeah. but keep yeah. talking. Yeah. So if you go in to um, to basically drop your payload, and someone, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, it, it's fine, it's fine, you sit there memory making your way and then you hear someone in the cubicle next who's clearly doing the same thing I mean I get nervous then so I, I can't make noises louder than he's making noises so I have to try and like quench more so I feel like uh, more polite in that way oh I take it as a personal challenge so you try and out loud them you try and out vocalise them do you so if they're making well, noise you make more noise yeah <laughs> go hard or go home. I don't want to know what you've been eating, Robert. Then. That's why you were sacked from the daycare. Indeed. <laughs> That's why I need a skirt. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, we're definitely not keen up that now. Uh, <clears throat> next question, guys. Um, people make fun of this particular gentleman because he enjoys eating Werther's Originals. They say he's eating old man sweets. What sweets should he eat? But don't feel like old man sweets and I'm to retain his youth. Well, I'll get my answer out of the way quite simply because any time you need something sweet, it's bourbon biscuits or fuck all else. Bourbon biscuits for the win. Bourbon biscuits, that's all I have to say on the matter. Do you know about they finished fifth on the latest poll for best biscuits? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. They probably asked fucking idiots. Yes, they did. Because bobbins are the best. What did they? What did they put in the top four slots? Fucking blowjobs. Fucking cunning. It's like, it's like digestives, both chocolate and plain. Uh, I think Ooh. someone put some idiots put rich tea biscuits higher than bobbins, which, which is madness. <laughs> rich tea. That that that's for fat bastards who are like on a diet, in it. Like it's, it's, it's all right. I'm having a diet biscuit. It's like the only time people ever eat arrowroot arrowroot biscuits is if they've had the shits. In my opinion. Um, those are worse way just to stabilise your bowels. So anyway, bourbons. Bourbons. Andrew, Robert, where the originals? Are they old man sweets or should someone eat something slightly more hip? Mm. <laughs> I don't know what they are, to be Werther's fair. Where originals? Dave, do you want oh. to explain why they're old man? Well, where the originals, I'm actually going to look up an advert for you, because where the originals were always advertised on the TV with a commercial that looks like it was made... Well, it's still in colour, so it's got to be relatively close. But it looks like it was made, like, decades before. Mm, and it's always, 50s, like... It? It, and it's always an old man banging on about, like, how he fucking um, really enjoys uh, feeding his grandchild... grandchild or well, we assume it's his grandchild. He might just be saying, I love... <laughs> some giving, random child. I, I love giving some fucking random child this. I'm just sending you a clip. I've just sent it to you via Messenger. It's like, um, it's yeah, ridiculously that, twee and nostalgic, isn't it? It's really twee. And basically, it, this old man, it, it's almost like he's sat giving life lessons and he's learnt 
that the only way he was ever happy in life was that he discovered that he could give uh, Werther's Originals to young boys. The only way is Werther's. The only way is Werther's. Now, I just picked a random advert, but they're all exactly the same. Yeah. So, that's the point. So, they're seen as, like, an old man's suite. It's like someone brought sponsorship to Astor for Summer Wine, isn't it? Well, in fact, the thing is, I've only ever met a couple of people in my life who did eat them and they were old. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so soon in your in your uh, in your timeline, Dave, you might be approaching them too. But if you're a twenty odd year old male who eats Werther's Originals, no, no. What what will happen with me is I'll I'll be still down with the kids. Yes, I'll be down with eating, the kids eating bourbons, eating bourbons, and laughing at rich teas, laughing at rich teas, and possibly watching the odd Werther's Original advert just for kicks. Just because you can. Oh, see, I'm watching a 1994 advert now, and it's and it's virtually the fucking same. It's some old man, except in this advert, he looks a bit more like Victor Kayam from like Remington. He, he's at he's at a he's at a closer quality shave, uh, and he's just got a different child with him. And they always end up kissing him on the forehead at the end of the advert as well. There's something very dodgy about it. I'm not saying there's anything dodgy about like an affectionate love between a grandfather and his grandchild, but it it does always come off a little bit like "Come here, little boy." Let me feed you these sweets. Um, I'm now looking at a 2007. I'm now looking at a 2017 commercial, and it's exactly the same, <laughs> except it's an old man. Except they put him in a slightly t- tighter sweater and made him work out a bit. Oh, it's a so sexy old man, then. Yeah, this is like a slightly <laughs> sexier old man. He's been eating rich tea biscuits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the kid on this one's really fucking dodgy. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'll, I'll let you answer. I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll just be watching these things and not touching myself. <laughs> oh, gosh. The rest um, of you as well, Andrew. Okay. Me and Andrew are both going to be watching these adverts now. Oh, someone someone is at least. So Weathers will be fine with that. So if Weathers Originals do want to sponsor us, feel free to send them in to, for Dave in particular. Um, Auburn. <laughs> oh dear, Robert, what can we recommend? Um, or you just give them well, Weathers I mean, and say suck on it. I don't know. I don't eat a lot of sweets usually, but I suppose. I'd say round trees, fruit gums, fruit pastels. No, fruit oh. gums. Oh, oh, round trees, fruit. I was with you. Gums, no. No. <gasps> wine Sorry. gums, maybe. Fruit pastels or no. wine gums, yes. <gasps> what can you expect from a man wearing a deep fried skirt or something? A deep fried skirt. <laughs> <laughs> we will deep fry your never regions, um, and. <laughs> The final question of the day is, is it acceptable to play with my belly button in the workplace? Depends if people are around. <laughs> Let's assume an office cubicle at this point, because that's just... Well, if it's a cubicle, yes. Yeah. It's you've not, got privacy. It's not something entirely... You know... What do we mean by play? I, I'm sort of, are you I'm sticking sort of guessing... things in there, or are you just picking bum fluff out of it? I get a lot of fluff in there. I don't know about you, but I get a lot of navel fluff. I get loads, but I think that's obesity, to be honest. Uh, I just think I spend spend too much time rolling around on cushions with my top off. How does it happen? Is it like coming off your your clothes or something? 
This is the weirdest show ever because basically we got a guy in a skirt. We got a guy going on about rolling around with his top off, and I'm sat here lasciviously watching Werther's Originals adverts <laughs> with the sound off. <laughs> I'm, I'm on about I'm on about my sixth Werther's adverts now. You've watched more adverts than you have eaten sweets. Werther's Originals one, now. This one this one was about the chewy caramels. Oh god. It's got a girl in it rather than a boy. Wow. This, Diversification. This well, this grandfather's just got different tastes. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, right. So um, playing with belly buttons. Um, I, I don't know how you can. Is it like just you know in out in out job? It just depends what you mean by playing with it. Because I've never yeah. got any pleasure out of it. I've just picked some fluff out of it now and again when I'm wearing a new jumper or something. Yeah, it's oh. it's very it's not even sexy on 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 girls for me, and I usually find yeah. earlobes and nostrils sexy. What about so. like partnering up, a bit like car share, just share pool resources, like team up and play with someone else's? Is it that sexy though? I'll dig yours oh. if you dig mine. It, it's as sexy as a car share. <laughs> Depends on the car. Um, <clears throat> I'll play with your indicator right any day. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing it's sort of like stroking it, or yeah, yeah. Oh, they keep going off Werther's to something else. Fucking hell! Oh, no, I've got it on auto play, and it keeps trying to play something. It's else. It's trying to Werther's. tell you something, isn't it? Um, so yeah, it's adverts for other things. It'd be like watching Bourbons, you know. And just as I'm getting close, it goes to like hobnobs. Mm. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> Robert. Belly button play. Is it acceptable in the workplace? Well, if it, if it is... Sorry. No, go on. No, 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 go. If it is belly button play day, so it is acceptable. <laughs> day. <laughs> well, so it's a bit like Mufti Day or the office party. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. August bank holiday weekend. Everyone plays with our belly button. Belly Everyone marvels a person with an outie. They get to do a lot more fun. How do people with outies play with theirs? And in fact, well, presumably, yeah, do... but it'd be easier to play with an outie than any because you've got more well, to I'm grab hold about, of. You know, the bum fluff element. What does the bum fluff grip onto? Does it just like, stick to it? No. Yeah, it's sort of like a fuzzy felt type scenario. Yeah. Yeah. At I had a dream I'd collect enough for like a sweater or something. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't need to play your belly button <laughs> then, would you? <laughs> Um, I, I, th- I challenge the premises of the question. Let, that, right. That's my answer. You don't know uh, whether, whether the boundaries of play exist. Why? And what, what do you mean? And why would you? I don't you know. Maybe we're sexually turned on by navel. Antisocial. Pick your fucking nose or something. It's like I've, I've recently found out that there's a lot of nerve endings in my wrist. So does that mean that I'm just going to casually play my wrist? Is that acceptable? But how did you find that out? Well, you know, I was bored. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I just find that out. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand the belly buttons, and I, I'm a proponent for sticking things in holes as a general rule. Um, which is why I was, I was so good at that in the early learning centre. Um, <clears throat> it was gone from belly button point to early learning centre, that's bad. Uh, okay. Alright, gentlemen, it's time for us to draw to a close as they ring the bell for the night. But before we do, I would like each of you gentlemen to state the one thing that you can take away from tonight's show. If there's only one thing that people can learn from what we've said tonight, what would it be? Stop with Dave. Yes. 
don't watch Weather's original adverts on a whoop. I still am. <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm on the sort of caramel popcorn one now, where they build, they're making like a map much more. So I think what I would say is, um, if you want to stay loyal to your biscuit, only eat bourbons, but feel free to sort of watch watch Weather's original's adverts on the side. <laughs> Just a swipe way away. Okay. Yeah, don't touch them though. <laughs> Andrew? Unless an old man weaves you into his car. Dave, how old are you, wow. just to clarify? <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite in that category yet. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm not using words as originals to, to lure in young kids anyway. Good. Andrew? <laughs> well, mm, I think that the takeaway from these from this podcast is that if you if you cannot grow a beard, you should you should at least try to make it look like you you have one in every possible way, and the best possible way is the one that Dave, Dave said. So basically, go down a woman every time you can. Is actually do you do you actually have a beard, Andrew, or is that what you're doing right now? No, I've been think doing I'm, that for months, years. But the guy with it, he's put my education to shame there. Because the one thing you can do for the, you know, the, that, you know, for the rest of your life, he's going down on a woman constantly, and I'm eating bourbons. <laughs> <laughs> you win. It makes you question your life choices, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and Robert, what can we take away, sir? Um. That there's numerous ways to play with one's belly button. Indeed, indeed. I just assumed that it was just the old little tickle pick, and then you're done. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not aware. I'm aware there are multiple methods. I'm not quite sure what those methods are, but I do encourage fan fiction if you want to send it in, because frankly, I'll masturbate to anything. Mm. Cool. And we'll make sure Andy returns to read it. He seems to enjoy reading erotic fan fiction. Did we do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't read it out loud, folks. We don't want you to speak with your mouth full. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, gentlemen, for your sage advice as ever. And we shall be back in a fortnight's time with some more. Um, whilst Dave happily continues to watch his adverts. Good night. Stop, I'm tired. Save a lot, don't you? It was stuck.